Greetings, friends. Thank you for joining me, Father Ron, on Breaking Open the Word on this great feast of Corpus Christi, the body of Christ. And the gospel comes from the ninth chapter of Luke, verse 11. Jesus spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed to be cured. The day was drawing to a close, and the twelve came to him and said, Send the crowds away so that they may go into the villages to lodge and get provisions, for we are in a deserted place. But Jesus said to them, You give them something to eat yourselves. But they said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we go and buy food for all these people. For there were about five thousand in number. And Jesus said to his disciples, Make them sit down in groups of about fifty each. They did so, and taking the five loaves and the two fish, Jesus looked to heaven, blessed, and broke them, and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd. All ate and were filled, and what was left over was gathered up, gathered up and filled twelve baskets. This is, this is an incredible gospel on so many levels. <laughs> the first, to me, is, again, the generosity of God. You know, he doesn't create enough for everyone to eat and be happy. He goes beyond that. They eat and are happy, and there's still goodness left over when they get hungry again. <laughs> anyway, friends, thank you for joining me today. Now, first, Happy Father's Day. We celebrate, is it around the world? I don't know, it's here in the United States, so. But who cares, fathers around the world, blessings upon you. Now, Corpus Christi. Every Christmas, along with my two brothers when we were kids, my mom would generally be the one to call out and hand gifts to us from underneath the tree that Santa left. And if there happened to be two gifts in a row that had someone's name on it, she'd set it aside and grab another one with a different name so that everything was balanced and it didn't look like any one of us was favored over the other by getting more gifts, though I was the favorite. Um, but, but as we got a bit older, that wasn't so important anymore, so she would just call out and hand the gifts as she grabbed them from underneath the tree. And I remember one Christmas in particular getting like four or five gifts in a row. And I remember guy looking at my brothers like, mm-hmm. Who's the man now? <laughs> Who's the favored? But, but, <laughs> so I'd get like four or five gifts in a row. And I remember so clearly feeling so special and, and loved. Well, it's kind of how I feel today, six months after Christmas, all over again. Because, so what was it, four weeks ago, we celebrated the first gift we received after Easter, that of the Ascension. Or was it five weeks? Know, whatever it was. So the Feast of the Ascension, where Jesus rises above to prepare a place 
for us. After that, the week after that, the gift given to us, Pentecost, of the love and the power of God's Holy Spirit upon us. Last weekend, remember what the gift was? Trinity, Sunday. God has three persons to help and move us closer to him. And then today, we celebrate the fourth great gift of Corpus Christi, the body and blood of Christ into our lives. It's like, uh, thank you, Santa, <laughs> or whatever it is. Anyway, such beautiful things. And that's why today I just feel so blessed. Well, friends, let me ask you a question. Do you have a favorite place or, or places where you connect with God in kind of a special place, a holy place where you find peace, you know, and just feel God's presence and majesty? For me, it's actually two places. As many of you know who have been with us over the years, I talk about it a lot. The first is the outdoors, nature. Oh, I love it. It's where I connect so well with God and just feel touched, you know, and close to Him. Whether hiking through a redwood forest or mountains or floating down a river, I just feel the holy and I love it. The other, the second place, I feel connection with God inside these old beautiful churches and cathedrals, small or big. A lot of them in the old country, as my grandma would say in Europe. You know, you walk in and there's a smell of incense and you hear chanting, playing, candles flickering. And, and there's something about the experience that just draws you to your knees. And I do. You just know you're in a holy place. Nature and churches. And since I can't live inside an old church or live in a pine redwood forest, I bring the feeling of it in to the home where I do live here. So I have videos on my YouTube that I use for prayer that just shows churches inside beautiful churches. I used some at the rosary last Saturday. And also, I get one of these pine, um, you know, glade wall plug smell scent <laughs> things, you know, that you plug in and it fills the room with the smell, in this particular case, of a pine forest. And I have nature videos playing in the background. Both of these things are just wonderful. But here's the thing. They're not real. When I'm in the real thing, the forest itself, kneeling inside a beautiful church, that's when the closeness of God to me is most powerful. The glade wall sense and the videos playing, it does as a substitution, but it's not the real thing, not anywhere close. 
And in my spiritual life, it's the same thing. Being in the forest and smelling it are two very different things. The presence of God is around us at all times, of course. But the setting sun and the gurgling stream and the redwoods, as beautiful as they are, they're not God. Eucharist is God. Coming to Mass and having the privilege to receive Jesus in body and soul into my broken life is truly the greatest of all treasures. But for a person of faith, how can it not be the greatest and the best? It's why I also very much enjoy just sitting before the Blessed Sacrament, preferably in a beautiful old church. And when I'm there, I try not to think or read or do, but I don't like sitting under the redwoods, listening to the birds, sit before God and just be in his presence, absorbing the gift that is before me, taking deep breaths and bringing him in. Friends, on this feast of the body and blood of Christ, we're reminded the privilege we have been given in Christ, through Christ, with Christ. Like that beautiful line from John's Gospel, where Jesus says, Those who eat my body and drink my blood abide in me and I in them. It's why it breaks my heart to hear of people, of friends that I care for and love, that have chosen to you know, continue enjoying the streaming masses online <coughs> you know, since COVID, and just continuing going to mass, if you will, that way, rather than going to the actual mass to church. And believe me, I get it. I understand why. The comfort of a soft couch with a good cup of coffee in hand, still in your comfy pajamas. <laughs> What's not to love? <laughs> but there's just something really important and bold and beautiful and amazing that is given to us in those churches that we can't receive online, streaming it. We cannot take within ourselves and be transformed in the body of Christ by watching it. May I suggest each of us this week to spend some time before the blessed sacrament of God. Or, or maybe or one in the both, or maybe go to a daily Mass sometime this next week at a parish nearby. You know, the daily Masses, they're quieter and simpler than the weekend Masses. So it's a beautiful way just to be quiet and come before the Blessed Sacrament. 
And when you do that, friends, just be amazed again. Bow down before your God. And if you're at a loss of words when you do so, may I suggest two. Thank you. Indeed. And may this generous God who fills baskets full of blessing fill you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you, friends. Have a beautiful day. We'll see you tomorrow.